Hey everyone, this is Emmanuel. Glad you're tuning in. Uh, every single week we're going to have a conscious integration. Sometimes it'll be a video, sometimes it'll be a podcast. Uh, I've just been noticing that a lot of people would, um, you know, you have very busy lives, you can't be watching me on video. So I think the best thing to do for now, um, sometimes I'll surprise with the video, but it might be better just to do a podcast. That way you can uh, be taking, just paying more attention. You don't have to look at me. Also, um, if you're driving, maybe you're someone like, I'm such a busy schedule, you know, and then you can just press play on your car and while you're driving 20 minutes to work, uh, you can go ahead and listen to this. And so I just want to make it more convenient for you guys and, um, you know, create this integration audio uh, every single week. Because again, one of the things that I've noticed in the eight years of me working with clients is that it's all about the subconscious, subconscious, you know, it's almost like they're overdosing on healing, but they're not, um, you know, thinking differently because he's thinking differently it comes through experience, it comes through opinions, it comes through advices, it comes through your religion, it comes through your beliefs. There's so many things that shape the decisions you make consciously that if they're not incongruent with the new subconscious beliefs that are coming in or the old ones coming out, then you have sort of a unbalanced spirit, almost like um, you're teeter-tottering back and forth, but you're not like getting out of the park to do something. You're on the seesaw, you're moving up and down, but again, you're not going out into life and creating action. And so I wanted to just give you guys some examples. Just these stories have like underlining meanings to it. Some of them are very direct, like do this or do that. But I just, I kept, you know, asking for help from above to see what I should talk to you guys about. And what came to me are these things here. So um, these are 10 advices here. And what we're working on, this was the solar room from 522 to 528 untangling energetic walls, which include heart walls and of all kinds and enhancing your heart coherence with your soul mission. So the first thing is this is, um, you know, walls may close prior engagements. Now, what I mean by that is that um, maybe when I, when you're closing walls, um, I'm sorry, when you're, <laughs> let me rephrase that. When you're releasing these walls from your, from your body, all different types of walls inherited or regular or absorbed or pre, prenatal or preconception, what happens is you start really seeing what's around you. And it seems like, it's not that you didn't see it before, but the difference is now you're not in a bomb shelter experiencing nature. You're not in a bomb shelter experiencing your relationship. You're not in a bomb shelter experiencing your, your home life. It just becomes very different. You're now kind of engaging in the life of feeling. You're engaging in a life where you feel yourself and like how you're, you start experiencing something different. I mean, imagine watching like a, it's almost like you've been watching a small TV in your living room and like, you're like, oh, this is life. But someone puts an IMAX theater in your, into your living room, you're experiencing something very, very different. And I think that's how the heart wall is, is um, there's a saying that goes with money, but I want to use it for the heart is that the way with money, it says it makes good people better and bad people worse. And it seems like with the heart wall, life can get either better or situations can can make you understand how bad it is. It's kind of like a, it just, everything gets magnified either for the better because you're in the right place or for the worse because your body's like, you're in the wrong place. So just letting you know that if there's, if you're starting to have bad feelings or you don't feel right somewhere and you used to feel right, that could be a message to you. It's not just um, you're having a bad day. If it's reoccurring, your body's saying you need to change trajectory. That's number one. So walls may close in prior engagements. You had these engagements you were going to do and something changes. 
Be okay with that. Be open-minded about that. Um, Number two, relationship enhancements may be needed. Relationship enhancements may be needed. What does that mean? Well, you come home and you start feeling what your husband is really doing to you. You're like, hey, wait a minute. That's not right. Uh, Or you're like, okay, this is very toxic what my daughter is doing to me. You know, Um, you might feel it even more. You might be, oh, I wish I had my heart wall again. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because if you keep your heart wall there, then their behavior and your behavior will continue and it's still toxic. You know, and so whether you guys need to take some counseling or whether you need to um, look into um, different forms of therapy, if you realize there's PTSD, there needs to be some EFT work, you know, uh, on both sides, you know, just whatever it takes, uh, you need to make some changes, I would do it. Because now you're experiencing the relationship. You're not in a relationship. The heart walls being released are now allowing you to experience the relationship. This is super important. So now don't be distressed and say, oh, well, you know, this relationship isn't that great. I should leave him or I should, you know, get my child, you know, outside the house. I wouldn't go to drastic thing there. It's just now you know what you're working with officially as of this week. So what action steps are you willing to cooperate with in your partner or your sibling or whatever to, to move forward in a direction? Now, if they're not open, watch this. There should be more understanding that guess what they have? Walls, emotional baggage, trauma. So what should you be doing? Forgiving them. See, a lot of us, part of the releasing the heart walls is also like realizing like, hey, wait a minute. I've been seven days doing a healing and my partner wasn't or my daughter wasn't, my son wasn't. So you, we need to kind of not excuse them. Don't excuse their behavior. We need to be more understanding that they're dealing with a reactive body and that their true version of themselves is in there. Now, it doesn't mean stay close to them. You might want to take some time and think about how much time I'm spending with this person. But um, as the walls come down, just be careful. Some of them, you might be like, wow, I'm feeling more love from my daughter. Okay, this might make it better, this relationship. You didn't do anything. You're just feeling more because maybe they were giving love to you this whole time. So just kind of like be be aware of what you feel these next few days. Uh, that's really important. So relationship enhancements may be needed. That's number two. Number three, review what you could do all day. This is super important. Maybe you can go online. We have the internet. We have the internet. Hello. You can go in there and like look up any hobby and how to make income. It's there. I want to travel. Okay, go visit hotels and rate them and you get a certain amount of money. It's like, is that possible? Yeah. You know, or, or, um, you know, some people go like, oh, I buy on Amazon and I sell on eBay. It's called drop shipping. I didn't know you could do that. You know, there's a, there's a book called Four Hour Work Week. It'll give you all these tips about all these different ways you can make income. And maybe that's not the way you're like, but that isn't my passion, man. That's not what I want to do. Like, I just cleared my heart wall to find my passion. Yeah, but what if you found a vehicle that makes you income to fuel your passion? Maybe your passion doesn't make you money. Maybe it doesn't. Like, maybe you're like, I want to do painting, but I don't know. Well, you can find vehicles that make you income as you wait for your talent to arise and be shown everywhere. And so um, just be very well aware that you, you, you will have your ultimate tool, but you'll have many tools that might be needed to facilitate the ultimate tool that you're called to do. Um, so be open to that. But review what you could do all day. You know, what, what is something you could do all day long, pay or no pay? Me, motion code, body code sessions. 
for life. I don't, I don't have to get paid. Just take care of my family. Put me in a box. Give me a sandwich. I'm okay. I could do it all day. In fact, there's a term that says uh, um, sacrifice. You know, I was reading from somebody who wrote sacrifice. Or I'm sorry, passion means um, a sacred sacrifice. Um, sacred suffering. And what's interesting is uh, the question isn't like, what, what would you be excited about? You know, like, what would, what would make you excited all day? Because trust me, not every day is exciting, even for myself. It's just that's not the way life works. It's ebbs and flows, right? Um, but what are you willing to suffer for? That's the question that this author said. What are you willing to suffer for? And again, I kept saying emotion code, body code clients. I love working with my clients one-on-one, helping them go through breakthroughs. So what, what is that question for you? What are you willing to suffer for? If you didn't get paid, what would you do all day? Uh, there is where your heart resides. There's something in there. Review it, and that may be your main source of income in the future, but you might have to find something to facilitate it for now, and then later on, then it becomes it. Sure, that's called a transition. That's called a pivot. You could totally do it. Um, also, number four is you've been getting prepared. Okay, You've been getting prepared. That's number four. Um, a lot of the things you've you've done before, uh, for me, I used to do direct sales. I was terrible at it. I used to work from home. Um, so many times I was in the JC Penny suit on the back row, not wondering, like wondering what my life is all about. Um, yeah, I, I did win a little bit, like, you know, of income, but a very, very little, nothing to be bragging about. Um, and, you know, I'd go on stage sometimes because they would say, hey, he's the best here. That doesn't mean I'm the best, I'm just the best here. And I used to speak on stage and help other people, you know, and, and I would get congratulated for the providing information for people and helping build teams. But what's interesting is that uh, the opportunity to speak to people on stage was just an opportunity for me to speak on YouTube. I really want you guys to hear this. So speaking on stage was preparing me to speak on YouTube. Now I've made 400 videos. Also, I was coaching a lot of people to become a better version of themselves in their business, not in their life. Now I'm doing it for life, but I'm not coaching anybody. I'm just healing them and helping them out. Uh, but that was that that one-on-one time over the phone was preparing me for phone sessions in the future. So that's number four. What have you been doing right now that you feel hasn't getting you prepared for what you're supposed to do? Trust me, all of us who are hearing to my who are hearing my voice right now, you are being groomed in one way or another. You don't even know it, but there's. Um, uh, I always say like Moses, for example, you know, he could have been an amazing uh, Pharaoh, but uh, he decided he was called to be a prophet. He was called to be with the Israelites for almost 40 years, you know, very 30 or 40 years is a very long time, but um, he's not royal in the sense of being a Pharaoh, but now he's a royal, uh, he's following the royal king, the real king. Um, the spiritual king, and um, that's more. That's worth more than being a pharaoh. Um, but could some of the things that he learned um, as a pharaoh's son, adopted, um, benefit him later on? Absolutely. You know, did uh, did he learn warrior skills? Absolutely. Could he lead an army? Sure. Could do any of that stuff. But that was preparing him for the spiritual conversion at age 80 and then on. So that's something that we need to be aware of, that there are things that are preparing for you, are preparing you for your uh, ultimate mission. Okay, so number five, uh, prioritize spirituality and everything else will come. 
So during this time, you may, you know, I I would hate if, well, not hate, but a strong word. Um, I would not like it if somebody was receiving all this healing and then they kind of put God aside or they put spirituality aside. Again, it happens. It literally happens all the time. I've even had my struggles where I said, hey, I got to get back to my spiritual side. Can't lose that. Um, because the things when because we're so used to asking when we don't have anything, and then when we have everything, you stop asking, and we think that asking was the only thing involved in a true relationship with your Creator. But the, but we made it that way. We made it that way, unfortunately. Um, but no, we should be there when we're thankful. So if you're wealthy, you should be thankful uh, of what you have, and um, that's another connection that you have with your Creator. Also, just talking to your father or talking to your Creator on a normal day basis, like a friend of yours, is very different from waiting for your social status or your financial status. Um, it's just very important to just prioritize spirituality. If you do that first, everything will fall into place. And that's my promise to you. That's my blessing to everyone on here is that um, you will be blessed if you put spirituality, your creator, God first, and then everything else will come afterwards. When I do that, my business works. When I do that, my relationships works. When I do that, my fitness works. Everything works when I always come back to the source and commune with the creator. And then afterwards, I go into the world and do what I need to do. Uh, also, number six, I couldn't read the emotion code. So I don't know if you guys know this, but I couldn't read the emotion code when I first uh, got started. So some of you guys are kind of wondering like, oh, I was thinking about doing, like if your walls are coming down, I'm thinking about going back to this business or I'm thinking about doing this. Um, but I, I didn't like reading that book or I didn't like going to that class. Well, you had a heart wall. So how would you really know if you like that class anymore? So there's some things that you need to go back to and see if your heart sings when you're, when you're reading it or when you're looking at it or when you're watching a video, pay attention to that. Okay. Um, but that, that that's the fact. Number six is I couldn't read the emotion code. I must've picked it up over 15 times. It, it boggles my clients. Wait, wait, what? You made 400 videos on, on, on YouTube, but you couldn't even get through the book. It's because I had a heart wall while I was reading the book and I was numb. I can't, I couldn't read the book while I was in a bomb shelter. I couldn't do it. Number seven, a lady who started another business testimonial. So what happened was I knew a lady who I thought she was going to go back to her old business and then, sorry, uh, her current business where she was working from home and she didn't do that. I was shocked. I was like, wait, you're working for abundance for your direct sales business, right? It's like, yeah, no, the more you clear my heart, well, I don't want to do that. I'm like, okay, what do you want to do? She said, I want to, I want to resurrect a business that I closed. It's this VIP business, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. So she says, wait a minute, if you clear heart walls, people hear your love messages clear, right? I'm like, they do. She said, I'm going to go just talk to people, just like share my mission, just see if they want to support me. She did that. That was her idea. And she talked to some guy in Virginia he gave her $6,000, not as a loan, just as a gift. Just say, go out there and make your mission happen. Then he talked to somebody in Las Vegas that had, uh, who was a web designer, shared her mission to him. And he was like, I'm in. I'll even give you a discount. I'm all about this. Then she started paying for more sessions for her and her daughter. And I was like, whoa, where'd all this income come from? She's like, oh, that business I told you about. I finally opened it. I had a red carpet opening and it's open now. I love what I'm doing. So you might go to some stuff in the past that maybe you were closed before, but now, now that your heart's coming, your heart wall's coming down, your walls are coming down. Maybe now you revisit it, and it's a very different experience uh, looking at it now. 
Another thing, um, start making videos. Get your voice out there. Um, you start making videos about what you do, what you love doing, and how you're a professional in it. And some of you guys haven't done that yet. And this will be huge for you because people will, will start trusting you and people start respecting you because you know your stuff. Number nine, um, I like to always think of myself like whatever you've done before in your life with these walls, we've kind of all been handicapped. We're running around and we're just like our broken leg, our broken arm, all this trauma. We don't, and then and then this is what we do. We judge the the track. We judge the marathon track and we say marathons don't work. Or that, that would never, you know, marathons are a scam. But really, we were, we have all this trauma, so nothing really, if we've got this far with a handicap, think about once the your arm is healed, your leg is healed, imagine what's going to happen now. Imagine how you're going to succeed now. Imagine how your view is going to change now. Your perception of things is going to change. So I wouldn't. Everything you've ever striked off, saying, oh, I'll never be good at that, or I'll never do this, I'll never do that, I would erase that scratch mark and say, what if? Because now I don't have a heart wall. What, what happens if I do this? And I did that. I um, One time I said, uh, well, I don't have any heart walls anymore. Let's just try this direct sales business. And I remember um, you know, my ex at the time was like, no, don't do it. No, don't do that. You know, Obviously, my, my current soulmate, Jessica, would be very different. She's very supportive of everything I do. But my ex was like, nope, don't do it. You failed so many times. Wait, 10 years? You failed? Okay, yeah, don't do that. But I didn't listen to her. I said, I didn't. I want to do it anyway. And I succeeded. For two months, I was doing really, really well. But my heart says, go back to your practice. But I was like, whoa, that thing that I failed at for 10 years is like, it's rolling now. It's doing really well. And uh, it made me realize that maybe I need to go back to certain things that I, I checked off and said, nope, never do that. So that that's a good recommendation. Also, the last thing is the cologne theory. So uh, imagine your favorite cologne, imagine your favorite per, uh, perfume, and if you were to go out there and just go ahead and just start spraying people, would you care if they like it or not? No, you wouldn't. You would just keep spraying. Be like, who likes it? If you had 100 people in a row, and I told you, actually, let's say 100 people, and I said, if you were to spray these 100 people, your your business will be successful, your career will be successful, and uh doesn't matter who likes it, but there will be a few that will like it. Those people will become your business partners and you'll become very successful. You wouldn't care. You'd be like, wait, it's guaranteed 100? You promise. If I, if I just let 100 people know what I'm doing and then just spray my cologne and perfume, yeah. And you wouldn't get hurt by it. It's like, hey, it's your preference. You love it. I hope they love it too, but you're not going to stop using your own perfume or your cologne. That's what we need to do. A lot of us are taking rejections a little too hard about, oh, you know, maybe maybe they're right or maybe maybe he's right. But the reality is, is that there's a reason some of the greatest people in this world were rejected or were refuted, where people were just against them. Later on, we realized they were geniuses. They were some of the greatest minds that's ever lived. So some of us who are into some very cutting edge stuff, energy healing, just know that there's people that get it. And you're, you're just looking, you're not looking to convince anybody. You're just looking for people that are open. So again, these are the 10 tips here. Hopefully you benefited from this. Number one, walls may close in prior engagements. So you might be closing some things that um, you thought were beneficial, but you need to kind of close the door. Um, you know, things that you used to do that you're like, oh, I, I will tolerate this. You know, you might not tolerate it anymore once the walls are down. Number two, relationship enhancement may be needed. Start feeling your relationships out, seeing what needs to be changed. Number three, review what you could do all day. Maybe find something that you could do all day. Make sure that it's what you're doing right now. Number four, you've been getting prepared. So be be, tell yourself that. I'd be getting prepared 
to do something great. Where, what, what is it? Is it my job right now? Is it my customer service thing? What, what, my college? What is it? Number five, prioritize spirituality. Everything else will come. Number six, I couldn't read the emotion code. Maybe there's something in your past that you need to read or something you need to look into that will have a big breakthrough. Now that you, have a, you don't have any heart walls, you'll be more open to it. Number seven, lady who started another business testimony, maybe you might start your old business that you closed or maybe you start, you'll start the business that you thought you could never do. Number eight, start making videos, get your voice out there. Number nine, picture yourself having a handicap for opportunities and that, that now you don't have that handicap. Number 10, the cologne theory. You know, Make sure that um, you know that not everyone's going to get what you do. You're just looking for the people who are like-minded. So hopefully these 10 things really uh, helped you out and, and uh, really benefited you. And I'm going to go ahead and, and, and write the list down so you can see the 10 things. But I want you to obviously listen to this audio. I would love your feedback. Feel free to comment below what you got from this, which is the one that stood out to you. And uh, I look forward to you applying these into your life. So with that, I love everyone here. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for investing in yourself. Thank you for adding light to this world. Thank you for adding light to your family. Thank you for adding light to your partner. Thanks for everything that you contribute. You matter and you are someone that is worth looking into your inner inner, inner universe and becoming more. And, and you're doing that right now. And so I'm so proud of everyone on here. But again, comment below what stood out to you. I would love to get your feedback and maybe even an example that maybe you use one of them already or you're about to use it. And uh, let's all start a great communication uh, under this post. All right, guys, take care.